Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here. And today we actually have to talk about Facebook because Facebook is making a civil war worse and we are all fearing a potential genocide could be happening here. And here's what's going on. Now, I think this is a really important article that was written by Victoria Elliott and Del Cameron of Wired because it's bringing to light some things that we've known about Facebook for quite some time. And I have talked about Facebook basically uh, in the war crime sense and genocide sense before, both in Myanmar, uh, as, as obviously they had a huge hand in spreading disinformation that essentially got the Rohingya Muslims massacred, as well as war crimes in the Middle East, meaning war zones where people are stealing artifacts and selling them on Facebook in uh, groups that are very essentially not moderated because they don't have anybody, Facebook doesn't have anybody that speaks the languages where these war crimes are being committed. Now, we've got another one, and it just really... It, it really irks me as I, you know, and if you follow me for quite some time, you know, I talk about international news quite a bit, but a lot of you don't know that I wake up every morning and I try to read about 40, 50 different sources from around the world, starting in Asia Pacific, because I'm in the United States and they're ahead of us time-wise moving on to the Middle East, Africa, uh, you know, Europe, and then North and South America, just to try to keep up with the news. I'm a voracious reader when it comes to that. I consider that part of my day job, just given what I do, you know, in uh, cybersecurity and everything else. So so this, I think, is an important thing to talk about. And let's dive right in here to this article that I'm going to be paraphrasing or just downright quoting because I think it's super important. And here's the backdrop of where this all began. On November 3rd, or this specific incident, I should say, began. On November 3rd of 2021, uh, Mia Reg Amare, he's a professor of chemistry at the Bahir Dar University in Ethiopia, was basically gunned down in, uh, outside of his home. Now, Amare who is basically a Tigray or Tigrarian, or Tigrayan, excuse me, he was targeted basically in a series of Facebook posts the month before, alleging that he had stolen equipment from the university and sold it, and then used the money that he, he got to basically buy property. Now, in his comments, people called for his death. Amare's son, um, Amare's son, Abraham uh, Amare, appealed to Facebook to have the post removed, but didn't hear back for weeks, eight days after his father's death, Ibrahim received a uh, response from Facebook, one of the posts targeting his father, shared by a page with more than 50,000 followers in Ethiopia, had been removed. And to quote uh, the young Amare, I hold Facebook personally responsible for my father's murder. And yeah, if they're spreading disinformation, uh, you know, and uh, let's say the elder Amari did not get his day in court, then yes, here we are just getting gunned down out of anger in front of his home. Now, on December 13th, uh, basically a couple of days ago, Ibrahim, as well as a fellow researcher at Amnesty International, the legal advisor, Fashea Tekel, and again, I'm Tekle, and I, I apologize if I'm butchering these names. Um, they filed a lawsuit against Meta, a.k.a. the parent of Facebook, in Kenya, alleging that the company had allowed hate speech to run rampant on the platform, thus causing widespread violence in Ethiopia. If you didn't know, Ethiopia is going through a civil war, and we'll talk about that in a second. Now, the suit calls for Meta, a.k.a. Facebook, to deprioritize hateful content in the platform's algorithm and to add staff to its content moderation standards. And obviously, this has been a huge problem in terms of this. We've seen this everywhere in the world. Even when they have fully staffed uh, speakers in the language, we see that their AI has prioritized anger even here in the United States, not to mention you know other English-speaking countries. I literally just wrote an article on this that was published a couple of days ago called Social Media is a Failed Experiment for Smirconish.com. 
Islam talking exactly about this point as one of those reasons why it's a failed experiment. And to quote Rosa Curling, director of Foxglove, a UK-based nonprofit that tackles human rights abuses by global technology giant that also supports this lawsuit, and I quote, Facebook can no longer be allowed to prioritize profit at expense of our communities. Like the radio in Rwanda, Facebook has fanned the flames of war in Ethiopia. And that is correctly true. Now, if you recall, Rwanda went through a massive genocide in the 90s, uh, Hutu versus Tutsi, where essentially the radio was that thing that was spewing disinformation left and right to amp up one side to go through and mercilessly slaughter the other side. Interestingly enough, then-President Bill Clinton later looked back and said one of his biggest regrets uh, of his presidential career was not sending in the Marines to Rwanda as over a million people lost their lives in that just horrific conflict. And we have Ethiopia on the same continent shaping up possibly to do the same thing. So if you didn't know... Since 2020, Ethiopia, as I mentioned, has been going through a civil war. Prime Minister Abe Ahmed responded to attacks on military bases by sending troops into Tigray. This is a region uh, basically in northern Ethiopia that borders Eritrea. And Eritrea uh, is no slouch when it comes to human rights violations. These are the ones that literally kill journalists, just leave them in cages in the desert. I kid you not. You can go look that up. So this entire region is pretty rough right now. Now, an April report released by Amnesty International National and Human Rights Watch found substantial evidence of crimes against humanity, uh, basically crimes against humanity and a campaign of ethnic cleansing against the Tigray population by Ethiopian government forces. Now, Tekle, Amnesty International's lead Ethiopian researcher, has further implicated Facebook in propagating abusive content, which, according to the petition, has endangered the lives of his family as well. Now, Facebook, which is used by more than 6 million Ethiopians, has been a key avenue through which narratives targeting and dehumanizing the Tigray population have spread. A July 2021 Facebook post, for example, uh, remains on the platform. Prime Minister Ahmed referred to uh, the Tigray rebels as weeds uh, that must be pulled. However, the Facebook papers from the whistleblower Francis Haugen revealed that the company lacked the capacity to moderate content in most of the country's more than 45 languages. Uh, and this is 100% true. Africa has a very diverse cultural language uh, system that, that this is just dozens and dozens or hundreds, I should say, if not thousands of languages across all of Africa. And it's very hard for Facebook to keep up. And I can understand that. But at the same token, we can't sit here and have just straight up disinformation or marching orders where the president and says, kill any Tigray that you see on the street. Here we are. This is a huge, huge problem. And so here's the kicker. Here's the kicker of the whole thing. The leaked documents by that whistleblower, Francis Haugen, show that parent company Meta's leadership remained well informed of the platform's potential for exacerbating political and ethnic violence throughout the Tigray War earning Ethiopia special attention at times from the company's premier risk and response team. And again, I'm quoting this almost verbatim from this Wired article, which I think everybody should read because I've skipped a few things that I think are important, but this is the core of, of what's going on. Now, by at least 2021, the documents show conflict in the country had raised the alarms or raised enough alarms, I should say, to warrant the formation of a war room, uh, basically operation in Facebook known as the IPOC. And this is a process that Facebook created in 2018 to basically have a rapid response to crisis moments. Relative to its usual content uh, moderation processes, the IPOC 
is viewed internally as a scalpel, according to Wired, uh, quote, not deployed not only to anticipate emerging threats, but uh, triage cases of, quote, overwhelming abuse, unquote, spurred on by political flashpoints. This includes the use of so-called break-the-glass measures, dozens of levers IPOC teams can deploy during exceptionally insightful events to quell spikes in hate speech on the platform. We saw this happen, uh, you know, during uh, the presidential election in 2020, as well as the attack on the Capitol, all those different kinds of things as well. And, and this is something that has been a, just nothing but a nightmare for, for Facebook and coming from Facebook that really is, is just hindering and harming society. Now, in testimony, to the U.S. Senate last fall, Francis Haugen, that whistleblower, likened the violence to Ethiopia to, as I mentioned before, the Rohingya genocide of Muslims. They killed about 25,000 or so right out of the gate, and war crimes essentially have been leveled against Myanmar for that. And Facebook basically has been internationally condemned for its role in instigating that. Facebook was the main news delivery system, and when you had officials in Myanmar basically saying the Rohingya were rats and horrible and all these mean things and they should be shot on sight, you know, it, it was absolutely insane and so the country absolutely melted down and went to slaughtering one of their ethnic minorities is absolutely crazy and and obviously we're seeing the same problem right here all of this obviously you know just basically look looked at through you know human rights watch the un's um you know human rights council all this kind of stuff and ethiopia is no different now the tigray civil war, and I don't care politically what side of this you're on, if you are following this, is just horrific. In war, there are no innocent, there are no innocents uh, here. You know, I'm sure both sides have committed atrocities, but the last thing that we need is the just the, the, the fuel being added to the flames more and more thanks to Facebook and its prioritization of anger. And so when you have that inflammatory post that says, oh my God, this person did something and it's a bald-faced lie, but it freaks out the entire village, the entire town, or the entire country, and they are all glomming onto this, Facebook's AI sees this and says, oh, we got to feed this more because it's making us money. This is a huge problem. I wrote about this a couple of days ago. It was published, like I said, on Smirconish.com. Social media is a failed experiment. But once again, we have Facebook essentially complicit in, in what could potentially end up being a genocide, definitely war crimes here in a civil war. This is absolutely insane. I don't know. I don't know how this, this, is, this is still allowed to go on after all of these years. We've seen example an example of this and what, what, what happens to them. They get fined. Great, they pay the fine and they move on. They're making so much money. Now, fortunately, their stock has uh, taken a very serious hit with this disastrous metaverse rollout or attempt to roll out by Mark Zuckerberg. Hopefully, the whole thing will burn and crash. I'm not a fan of Facebook by any stretch, not to mention addictions and everything else. Go read my article on that from the other day. You can find it on all my social media. But but the, this is this is a huge problem, and and I think it's I, I think we have to really step back and take a look and say is you know having the ability to have a facebook worth it when it is literally causing you know genocides it is it is complicit in war crimes out there i really think it's time for facebook to go and and this is just another nail in the coffin in my mind i just can't believe that that governments that have the ability to do something really aren't right now and so we'll see what happens that's your news of the week or i should say of the day and please like share follow me here on facebook and twitter which hopefully will go away and feel free to subscribe to me at youtube as well and as always stay safe stay online and please attempt to stay private thanks <laughs>